This is a podcast from the cat. So your staff are, of course, the most valuable asset that your business possesses. They are key to the day-to-day running of your business and the cornerstone of your success. Very, very true. And their health and well-being um, is essential to business productivity, continuity and profitability. So here to tell us a little bit more about this and looking after um, everybody in your workforce um, is Karen. Good morning, Karen. How are you? Good morning. I'm very well, thank you. That is good to hear. Fabulous. So, to start off with, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I do live in Crewe, and um, I'm a mother of three children. Two are grown up now and flown the nest. Oh, you lucky thing. No no (laughs) homeschooling for you then. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, I've you got escaped. one. I've still got one. Oh, <laughs> still got one at home, actually. Yeah, so I do. That. There is some homeschooling as well. Oh, still. Bless you. <laughs> yeah, I've had to go through all that, but Monday back to school. Yay! That's good. Celebrations. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone's thinking the same at the moment, aren't they? I know. Yeah, it's oh, bless them. They've really struggled. So it's, uh, yeah, I think it'll be really good for everybody, won't it? And um, Most definitely. I think get, everyone's get looking forward. Get back to some normality. Yes, yeah. in inverted commas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. New normal, isn't it? The new normal, most <laughs> yeah. definitely. So, so how did so you apart get... From, oh, sorry, go yeah, on. Yeah, sorry. No, I was just going to say, apart from being a mum and running a business, um, I love the outdoors, so I think I'm quite lucky, actually, because I've embraced that during the last sort of uh, 12, 14 months, isn't it? Walking every day, and I also uh, do cold water swimming, so... Um, I've been doing that twice a week, so Amazing. that's kept my mood up. <laughs> Lovely. And where do you do that, just yeah. to pick your brains? Um, so there's a local lake, um, Pickmere, which is uh, near Northwich. Oh. Um, yeah, so um, that's okay. the nearest one. And then um, there's a manned lake in Alderford, Shropshire, but obviously that's closed the at the Alderford moment. Lake. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's lovely. Um, so I'm looking forward to that opening back up. And, oh, amazing. Uh, I've just bought a paddle board, so I did that last Saturday, and I'm um, hoping to do that sort of every week as well. So yeah, oh, super enjoy sporty. that. I'm gonna start calling you sporty yeah. guys. <laughs> I think I'd fall <laughs> off a paddle board for certain. <laughs> Absolutely no balance whatsoever. It's a bit tricky. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. But all me not doing all of these things, it keeps it keeps your mind active, you know, um, and it, it. it keeps everything yeah. focused, doesn't it? I mean, you know, and I think mental health um, is you know a massive thing at the moment and you know just doing all these little things they keep us sane don't they yeah very important isn't it because i know you know i mean i was a member of a gym well i always have been really you know for years and obviously when they closed i just thought okay what can i do different you know get on my bike go walking um and i've been swimming for well since april 2019 but not through the winter um but i just thought okay well just learn how to do it in cold weather um so i followed like the wim hof method in may last year yeah i'm listening to audible at the moment on amazon he's brilliant yeah i love it (laughs) so i haven't got down to the wheelie bin in ice i haven't been doing that (laughs) well i'm I'm only on the cold shower in the morning so i'm very impressed that you're in a lake Yeah, yeah, so I mean, one thing I think that can help people if they are struggling to um, sort of get motivated with exercise, I took part in a challenge and it wasn't a lot of money um, and some of the money went to mental health charities. Um, So I signed up that I agreed to do it between November and February. So I think having someone 
that holds you accountable to do something yes. really helps, doesn't it? Definitely. You know, there's been days I've got up and I thought, oh no, it's cold, it's raining, <laughs> do I don't want to go. But I thought, I've got this challenge, you know, it's, the money's going to charity, um, it'll help my mental health. And once you're there and you do it, you're like, you're so glad you've been, you know. You're like a new, um, new woman, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And obviously you've got that social element when we have been able to go, you know, and meet somebody else there, yeah. social distance, of course, outside. But, you know, it's nice to be able to see another human being, isn't it? Oh, it is. <laughs> you know, and have a bit of banter all, with somebody. Something we all took for granted, <laughs> isn't it? Goodness. Yeah. Missed that so much. So no, that's long. really helped. And um, so, yeah, exercise is very important because we produce endorphins, which make us feel good. So when I'm talking to people um, that are suffering with anxiety and depression, one of the first things I ask is, are you doing any exercise? Yes. Because that's a natural um, endorphin release, which makes you feel better. Definitely. Um, and it's much, yeah. much, it's, you know, it's one of those things that, um, like you say, it's it's something that's natural. Uh, you know, it's, and you know, the daily, daily, daily take of exercises is about 30 minutes a day which isn't really a lot you know in a 24 hour day 30 minutes of yeah. exercise is nothing to then have that ongoing effect of making yourself feel pumped and ready for the day so no definitely it's a yeah. first point of call for me as well so and sometimes you know people will say oh I've, I'm just too busy you know it's like not now so much because we're not commuting but back in the days when we were commuting I, I was myself out very early in the morning home late in the evening yeah you know, just I just say, just split it up three times, three ten minutes a day then, or two fifteen minutes a day. Everybody can fit that in somewhere, can't they? You know, Definitely. just got to put your mind to it, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. And like you say, hold yourself accountable or have someone else that holds you someone accountable. Else, yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. So obviously, what is the purpose of occupational health? I can see that it's obviously very important to you and it makes complete sense why. But but why why do why should we do it? Yeah. Um, I mean, organisations, um, sometimes if it's a big organisation, they will already have, so just say, a thousand employees. Um, they would have a contract with a provider. So um, they would be able to do referrals into occupational health, and that will be for people, you know, that have been long-term sick. Yeah. So that could be like over four weeks. So they're asking for our advice about their health and fitness to work. And then we advise on um, any adjustments that they might need once they go back to work. It's an independent assessment. Yeah. So um, rather than it just being the GP sees you for 10 minutes and they make a diagnosis um, and they're obviously they're going to prescribe possible treatment and, and uh, order investigations if it's something quite serious. Yeah. Occupational health can, we don't prescribe, but obviously we do all of those things, but also we are working with the workplace to look at how we can facilitate your return to work and advise on adjustments and keep you safe, you know, and make sure that you're fit to do the job. So it's a lot more in depth. Um, our assessments are obviously a lot longer than what a GP's assessment would be, yeah. and it's impartial, but also we're there for the employee to give advice and support and signpost. You know, so, I mean, just for example, a case that I've done recently, um, the person has had a stroke, oh. uh, only a small stroke, and they're well and they've gone back to work. Um, but we're looking at, okay, how are you getting on? Is there anything that you can't do? So they can't work sort of long shifts. 
Um, they can't do uh, multiple tasks at once. They can only do a single task. Um, we're looking at sort of, you know, is there anything in their daily life that they might need to tweak, you know, at home yes. that will help them recover from their condition? So, you know, we're giving lots of information and advice and support more than what a doctor will be able to in a 10-minute consultation. Um, the other side of occupational health is that um, some workplaces, for example, just say engineering, um, a person would be subjected to noise, vibration, uh, fumes. So um, occupational health uh, are able to um, do health surveillance, it's called. So we do things like hearing tests, lung function, Brilliant. skin checks, and making sure they're not getting vibration white finger. So that's the other sort of side of occupational health where we're doing that. And, and that's a legal requirement that... Um, if the risk assessments show that these people could be harmed that at work because possible, of yeah. the hazards, yeah. So we do that sort of screening, like, possibly every year for some companies. Um, things like driver medicals, so if people drive forklift trucks, it's not a legal requirement, but it's a good practice that yes. people um, would sort of check that you can hear and see okay and that you haven't got any medical conditions that could, you know, cause an accident at work. Um, and then obviously... Um, is stress, um, which is a big thing now, isn't it, every day? Oh, certainly. Um, During, you know, yeah. COVID-19, I'm sure that people's stress levels and mental health and physical health has just been massively affected, yeah. hasn't it? And I'm sure that employees yeah. are wanting to try and, well, employers are trying to help their employees, you know, yeah. um, not not have a difficult time. I mean, it, like, I, like I was saying, you know, earlier on the show, technology, I was like, oh my goodness. Uh, whereas normally, you know, we'd be doing things in person. Um, but yeah. I suppose people are different, you know, some people might feel more agitated by having to do something in person, uh, whereas someone might feel more agitated by using technology. So it, it does completely vary on the person, but it's nice to know that there's people like you out there, which, um, you know, however stressed and for whatever reason, there's something put in place to hopefully put them at ease and relax them and help them manage um, whatever situation and health problems they've got going on at the moment. Yeah, so if they refer people early on, you know, when they might have um, been experiencing symptoms of stress and we can advise what things they can start to do to prevent it getting any worse where it'll possibly could end up in anxiety and depression because yeah. sometimes you know or burnout you know people will have been stressed for a long period of time and what you'll find is that they will go on to develop mental health conditions or physical problems so if if people can be referred quite early on um, then we hopefully can prevent you know um, serious things um, occurring and obviously signpost and, and advise really on what is appropriate what support do they need what things do they need to help manage their well-being so yeah we 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 do deal with a lot of stress cases every day, to be honest. Oh, I'm absolutely <laughs> um, not surprised. And yeah. What advice would you give to someone who wants to implement occupational health into their workplace more? Um, just, pick, just pick up the phone or send an email to um, our company and um, we can then have a chat about what the needs are. So each company's got different needs. It depends on the nature of the business, really. Course, yeah. um, and there's different packages. So you can sign up for, you know, like a, an ongoing sort of uh, service level agreement or some companies that are smaller would just want like an ad hoc service where... 
you know, they're just sending in a referral out and when required. Yeah. Um, some people want new starters, uh, medical screening, you know, to check. Um, has anybody got any long-term medical uh, conditions yes. that they might need some advice around adjustments at work, you know, once they're in, in the job? Um, so it just depends on the business, but it's good to just have a chat and then we can do like an assessment and, and that's free, you know, and, and decide what's the best way forward for them. Yeah, yeah. perfectly. So the big important so. question, <laughs> how can our listeners get in contact with you? Yeah, so the, the, the best way is um, if they go onto the website and have a look. So um, just Google Zen Occupational Health Limited and that'll come up. Um, there's an office email address on there that they can find, yeah. phone number on there. And there's also an inquiry form if they want to, um, wow. you know, put their information that way. It's whatever they choose. But that's the quickest way for people to remember, isn't it? Yes. No, that's <laughs> Google, Google us. Yeah, no, we all love to Google Zen Occupational Health and you do come yeah. up because I've already Googled you. So yeah. I will make sure as well that um, all your details are popped onto our cat website as well. And I'll also tag you in my moments with Meg Instagram and oh, Facebook you. page. It's not a problem. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show today and taking the time to join us. It's been an absolute pleasure. And um, I'm sure you've given uh, our listeners something to think about uh, to keep their um, employees and themselves um, happy and healthy which is what we want at the moment go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts some more ways to listen